This is Big Sky Lead, a dive into the stories about how government and politics drive the direction of Montana. This podcast is from the reporters of the Montana State News Bureau in Helena, your eyes and ears on state government. It's produced by me, Tom Bridge. Our team brings you an examination of Montana's new landscape with new laws, a new governor, and a new Republican dominance across all of state government. A recent lawsuit in Montana District Court has brought confusion and now hopefully some clarity on what is and is not allowed for hunting wolves. Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks, in response to a lawsuit from two wildlife advocacy groups, argues that its removal of language from Montana's wolf hunting regulations prohibiting hunting from aircraft was justified because state law does not specifically bar hunting wolves from the air. But according to the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, a federal law prohibits shooting wildlife from the air, although comes with some exceptions. I've got Tom Kuglin here from the Montana State News Bureau to, to help parse out um, this state and federal uh, interpretation of hunting wolves from aircraft. Tom, as I mentioned, this all kind of started with a lawsuit, and, and what prompted that lawsuit from wildlife groups? So there's two groups, Wolves of the Rockies and Trap Free Montana, um, both wildlife advocacy groups. Um, they're suing the Montana Fish and Wildlife Commission and Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks over the wolf regulations. Um, they're claiming that um, they were denied the right to participate uh, based on what was discussed and what was put out for public comment versus what actually ended up in the regulations. Okay. Um, they have two points there. One of them deals with um, equipment allowed for hunting wolves at night. The other one deals with this aircraft question. Okay. So what they sued with over on the aircraft question is removal of language that said you can't hunt wolves from aircraft. Removal of language from what? So in previous regulations for a decade, there was a section in the wolf hunting regulations okay. that said you can't hunt okay. wolves from helicopters or airplanes. Um, the new regulations came out and that was not in there. Um, there didn't really appear to be an explanation for why it wasn't in there. Um, and that was their contention. So somebody who follows us pretty closely um we went to the hearing and and looked at the court docs of course and um what they say is that when i, I say they um fish wildlife and parks attorneys okay um what they say is that they conducted a regulation review and what they found out is that because of how the state classifies wolves mm-hmm. um they don't enjoy the same prohibition under state law from aerial hunting hmm. So, for example, I can't get in a helicopter and fly around and shoot an elk or a bear or a bobcat from an airplane. Um, But they said because wolves aren't classified as big game animals Mm -hmm. or fur bearers, where there are specific areas that the Montana legislature has weighed in, that they're they're classified as what's kind of a wonky term. It's called species in need of management. Okay. Um, And that came with delisting. Um, that they, the legislature hasn't weighed in, and because they haven't weighed in, there is essentially no prohibition against it under state law. Which is why they decided to remove the language from the regulation. Correct. Correct. So uh, to get more into the lawsuit, though, ju- just to let listeners know, um, basically what the, wolf, what, what the wolf advocates are arguing, though, is that Fish, Life, and Parks should not have had the authority to unilaterally just change the regulations and remove that section, there should have been a, a public process. Oh, I where, see. Okay. 
uh, where the commission did that and groups had a chance to weigh in on it. Um, so is this lawsuit less about the uh, prohibition of aerial hunting and more about the process of the it, rules change then? Correct. It's a process lawsuit. The, okay. law, the laws that their attorneys are arguing is like public participation laws okay. and process laws. Um, because wolves are state managed and there's a lot of authority given to the Wildlife Commission to make those decisions on hunting and trapping regulations, then they're the ones that legally speaking right now can make those decisions right um, okay. but they have to follow you know a certain process mm-hmm. they have to put draft regulations out people get to comment on them they have hearings people comment there and all that so um what fwp argues though is that um the language that was removed should never have been in there in the first place it was right. an error to put it in there because there was no law nor was there a ruling by the commission to put it in there. So FWP's argument is... They're fixing a legal mistake. It wasn't supposed to be in there in the first place, so we have the authority to just yank it out. Yeah. Okay. That's what the, that's what their um, legal argument is. So we'll we'll see how that lawsuit shakes out. But okay. it, it the big but the big thing for for people that follow this, and of course all things with wolves tend to be pretty controversial. Right. Um, was not so much the process itself, but what are, were the ramifications of it? And, and whether or and, not it is legal or illegal yeah, to hunt and, wolves. And, and the ramification that, that I thought was the most newsworthy from, from that hearing was that essentially under the eyes of the state of Montana, hunting wolves from the air was legal, which as far as we knew for more than a decade, it was not. So now that, okay, so we have the lawsuit, which is which is kind of tracking this, this process question. Um, but now the big overarching question here is, is it or is it not legal to hunt wolves from an aircraft in Montana? So this being a brand new situation, I think we're dealing with, there, there were que- that was the big question. Right. Um, and of course there's different jurisdictions on all this. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we found out is that there is a law from 1972 called the Airborne uh, Hunting Act. Federal law. Federal law, okay. correct. Um, that law is enforced by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. Um, and what that says is that um, essentially you can't shoot wildlife from the air, but then it contains this pretty broad exception okay. um, for like protection of livestock, human health, wildlife. Um, so it wasn't very, uh, I heard from a lot of readers that were sa- that were saying, you know, hey, look at this law. Mm-hmm. And, and that's great. You know, I, we're, as, we're as accountable as anybody else if we're missing something. Right. That's something we should be made aware of and, and try to follow up on it. Uh, as I started to dig into it more, um, I kept having more and more questions. Okay. Um, in the meantime, I did talk to U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. They said that um, more of what the law is geared towards is, is like state agents or federal agents right. um, shooting from the air for say like a livestock depredation so situation these are those exceptions you you had talked about what, what did they say about what it was and what wasn't an exception in yeah. the eyes of the federal law yes so what they said is that basically recreational okay. shooting of animals from aircraft is not legal right on this 1972 law okay um so i took that um and in the meantime was asking at fish life and parks and um it, it, it took a while to get a response um and, and i my understanding is there's they're in the middle of a lawsuit mm-hmm. so 
I understand that there's lawyers involved and that slows the process down. Um, but we eventually did get a response and what they did is they agreed with U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service um, and yesterday um, confirmed that um, under their interpretation of the federal law and what Montana has on the books that um, under the federal law, honey wolves from the air is not legal for recreational purposes. Okay, so the state, Montana Fish, Wildlife and Parks, is basically saying, is recognizing this federal prohibition on hunting um, animals from aircraft. But there's a caveat here, right? Correct. So, um, like I said, the the exceptions in the federal law, um, right. their states have done a lot of things with that those exceptions. Um, for example, Montana has a, you can go online right now and apply for an aerial hunting permit for coyotes and foxes. Um, it's called a hunting permit, but it's, it, it, it is, has to be directly tied to livestock depredation. Okay. It's issued by the Montana Department of Livestock. So you go on there, you apply for it as a pilot, um, and you have to actually have a livestock producer sign, I guess would be like an affidavit saying, I'm requesting assistance with, with predation right. um, from these animals. Um, but it's only for coyotes and foxes, and they're classified as predators under Montana law. So um, you're getting into all these very legal legalese kinds of arguments here. Right. Um, obviously, federal, federal agents um, in response to um, livestock loss um, have and continue to use aircraft to, um, you know, kill wolves mm-hmm. um, that are responsible for depredations. That's that does continue to happen, and that's pretty pretty clear in the law that that can happen. Okay. Um, same with the state agent could do the same thing. Um, but then you start looking at what some other states have done. Um, Idaho obviously just went through this huge expansion of methods of take for wolf mm-hmm. um, timing and things like that. Um, their regulations though, or, or, or their website at least um, is pretty clear that hunting wolves from the air is not legal and they cite the federal law. Okay. Um, Montana, as far as I can tell, doesn't have sort of a similar disclaimer. Um, you get into other states though that deal with, with, with wolves. Um, Alaska is probably the most interesting one and gave me the biggest pause about sort of this being a a black and white issue and why I felt it was appropriate to sort of get Fish, Wildlife, and Parks interpretation of how they're enforcing this part of it or the state, whether it be livestock or FWP. Um, So in certain areas of Alaska, they have what are are called intensive management programs. Um, In those designated areas, biologists have gone out and said um, that in most cases, moose or caribou numbers are lower than what we want them to be, and these populations of, of animals are very important for Alaskans as food sources. Right. So under those designated areas, um, they issue permits to the public. So it's a pilot and a, uh, a gunner sitting in the backseat of, of a super cub. Um, you can get these permits to shoot wolves from the air. It's pretty clear that Alaska stays away from the word hunt, though, right? And describes it as a control action. So Alaska is um, almost deputizing recreational hunters to fall under this federal exemption. Is that a fair? 
Correct. I, I, I'm not an attorney, but um, from what I've been able to read up on it and, and people I've talked to that, that understand more of it than I do, I think sort of agent of the state um, that they can make the public through this permitting process. Right. Sort okay. of an agent of the state to carry out this control action, which is a wolf specifically targeted at reducing wolf numbers to bolster ungulate numbers. Okay. So going forward, where, how, how, um, what's Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks interpretation going forward? Do we know? Uh, so there's, as of yesterday, um, we, we have agreement that from state and federal officials that no wolf hunting can take place from the air if it's recreational. Okay. Um, I think it, both reading Idaho's language and Alaska's language, who have dealt a little bit more with this, Montana's sort of legal conclusion is so fresh that it hasn't even been contemplated on the commission or mm-hmm. anything else. There would have to be some sort of like direct identified control, man- wildlife management purpose to expand aerial hunting. For wolves in Montana to allow for you know a recreational hunter, not a hired gun, to yeah. So it wouldn't necessarily and it wouldn't be quote unquote recreational. Right, it, it would, would have, have to, to change be, the legal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in theory, if you look at Alaska's model, though, um, Montana could develop its own depredation areas, right, where they say wolves are having too big an impact, and and open it up for that. Um, I haven't heard any indication of that. I think this lawsuit's going to play out, and we'll see it. But um, it, Montana just expanded methods of take, as we know. So mm-hmm. um, I think there's also some interest in seeing how that pans out. Um, but I haven't heard. It, it, it was interesting to look at it from, like, a legal perspective on what they actually did. Right. Um, in removing the language versus what sort of the ramifications of that were. And they're not necessarily perfectly lined up. Mm-hmm. Um, what the state removed is what was described as a commission rule. Mm-hmm. So basically the commission had passed a regulation. Um, what the attorneys with Fish Life and Parks said they couldn't find a record of that actually happening. Mm. So it's one of these situations where both can be sort of true at the same time. Mm-hmm. That... Um, Yes, maybe under state law it says one thing, but if that conflicts with federal law, then it doesn't necessarily, for pragmatic reasons, end up meaning that, yes, you can hunt wolves from the air in Montana. Right. So going forward, um, you'll be watching this lawsuit um, when it gets its day in court uh, and, you know, see where it lands as far as this process question and this, this complaint from wildlife groups. But then at the same time, um, you'll kind of be watching here in the next year or two how FWP um, may or may not change wolf hunting regulations based on this interpretation and this understanding of the federal prohibition on. Yeah, I mean, I think that's fair, and I think you know, in in, in listening to the attorneys for Fish, Wildlife, and Parks, even they said that this change to the regulations was was poorly communicated to the public okay. and sort of why it happened. Um, that they'd removed it and essentially didn't really publicize that this had been removed and mm-hmm. state this is the reason why. Right. Um, so they're acknowledging, um, their lawyers in court are acknowledging some issues with 
explanation from this, which I think has led to a lot of confusion. Right. Uh, a lot of confusion about why it was removed, um, the legal interpretation, um, how this regulation review committee met and came to these conclusions, and then how those changes were made. So, I mean, I, uh, my hope is that if, you know, there is any movement on this, and I mean, for, you know, frankly, there's probably not a lot of people that are going to be going and doing this anyway. Right, right. Um, y- you know, it, it's, it, it probably could happen. I'm sure there are people out there because there is a, a predator hunting contingency, you know. Um, there are people that apply for those permits to hunt coyotes, so uh, why not wolves? But, I mean, I, I still don't, I don't think we were going to see a boom in helicopter and super cub rentals to <laughs> to take wolf hunters out. Right. I could be wrong. I don't right. know. But it, just knowing Montana like we do, I, I don't see, like, that being a huge right niche activity that would all of a sudden spring up based on this little interpretation of, of state law. So, um, yeah, we'll continue to follow it. Uh, the lawsuit is certainly ripe for coverage, and we'll continue to see how that plays out. Okay. So bottom line, um, if you're out there and you have a wolf tag burning a hole in your pocket, um, do not go shoot one from an aircraft just because you don't see a prohibition in the state regulations. Um, based on all the reporting we've done, that that is my understanding. So we'll okay. go with, we'll go with uh, you could be in trouble with the federal government if you do do that. Okay. Well, hey, thanks, Tom. Um, that's another episode of uh, Big Sky Lead. Make sure if you um, want to keep following everything that happens in state government in Montana to uh, make sure to subscribe wherever you find your podcasts. Thanks, Tom.